to your soul with your turquoise angel guide, Catherine M. Lau, and her variety of guests on the Celestial Spoon, formerly Spiritual Destination. As an author and speaker about mental illness, Catherine has first-hand experience with mental and physical interactions and how spirituality plays a part in overcoming struggles. She utilizes her skills as a psychic medium and spiritual advisor to guide others to feel invigorated and empowered to go forward in their own struggles. Listen to inspirational conversations relating to sometimes difficult emotional journeys towards self-awareness and spirituality. These journeys brought positive effects toward her guests' mental and physical health and will inspire you to take action and create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. You will get the feeling of knowing these people during these relaxing conversations and want to follow them. Now, here's your host, Catherine M. Laub. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of The Celestial Spoon, and thank you for taking your time from your busy day to spend with us and learn about my guest. I hope you're enjoying the summer season, and if you're in the area of uh, North Carolina and where the hurricane is hit, I pray everyone is safe. My uncle actually lives there, and we're waiting to hear how he's doing. So um, prayers go out to all of you. I share my journey of healing and accomplishment after a suicide attempt in 2014 to inspire others to make themselves come first and listen to their inner voice. I offer spiritual guidance to help you through your struggles. I also do psychic readings and spiritual guidance for every aspect of your life. You can learn more on my website www.katherinemlaub.com. We ask our spirit guides, loved ones, and angels to be present during our time together and to guide us through a wonderful conversation and help us share our visions with the world. I'm thrilled today to be interviewing my friend Cindy Hendricks about her business and her upcoming book, Me, Harvey, and Al's. How I Kept My Husband Coherent for a Decade Plus with Alzheimer's Disease. Cindy Hendricks led multi-million dollar divisions of the nation's top retailers to record-breaking, award-winning performances and revenues. She provides invaluable insight, inspiration, and action plans that catapult her clients from struggling to thriving in her international coaching consulting practice. Her current projects include co-hosting her internationally syndicated TV radio podcast, writing her 12th book, facilitating a Facebook group for Alzheimer's support called Me, Harvey, and Al's Sanity with Alzheimer's. She shares her very personal story of how she kept her beloved husband, Harvey, coherent with Alzheimer's disease for over a decade by speaking to groups internationally to share what she learned herself. Cindy lives in Sacramento, California with Harvey and Princess, their lab, Greyhound, Shepherd Rescue. 
I was a mouthful. Anyway, hi, Cindy. How are you? Welcome. Great to have you. Good morning, Catherine. Thank you for inviting me. And my prayers go out to all those suffering from all of our things going on in our country and all over the world with flooding and hurricanes and monsoons. My goodness, fires, flooding. It's just been a tough, tough month. Yes, it has. um, It's been going on for a while, and I pray that it will stop so that people can take a breath and really start enjoying their lives. Yes, and all be safe. Yes, for sure. So before we get started, um, I'm working with the Wisdom of Avalon Cards by Colette Baron-Reed. And I just started working with them a couple weeks ago, and I, I find them very interesting. And while I was shuffling the deck, I actually pulled two cards. So the first one is Fear. And it's showing a lot of rocks and boulders like it was a landslide or something. And it's ending up in a little bit of water and kind of muddy area. So it's like you've gone through so much muck and dirt and everything, and all these boulders kind of put a hold on things for a long time. But all through that, You didn't allow the fear to affect you, and I can see the sunlight coming out at the the far end of the card. So it's like you've worked through all of this, and you can see the light at the end of the tunnel because you know how to put things together. But remember not to get the boulders and allow them to get in your way. That one makes sense? Very good point, yes. In fact, I think what it really represents is something I write about in the upcoming book you mentioned, is that I went through a stage of pre-grief where I kept feeling very anxious and sad because I knew my husband's time was limited. And I explain in the book how I overcame that and I'm past it now and, and I think that's part of what that represents too is that, because, you know, I've never had a fear of my own death. I just know it's inevitable for all of us. But when you love someone so much and it took such a long time to find, you know, you want to keep them. Right. Exactly. But through it all, um, I like to share that I did read the book, and it's a wonderful book, a lot of great information. And... I still feel, even though you know that the end is coming, like you said, everybody will die, but I think you have yourself so prepared for it that it's not going to affect you as much as it would someone else, especially caring for an Alzheimer's patient. Yes, absolutely. And I'm not familiar with the tarot, but this card deck kind of follows it, and it's um, the Sacred Journey Markers, and it's number 48. So I'm feeling number 48 has something to do with your whole journey. Maybe were you 48 when you learned this? Hmm. Well, he was diagnosed 10 years ago, and I was a little older than 48 at the time. Okay. 
So just keep that in your mind that the number 48 um, will represent something and you'll say, oh yeah, that's what it means. So maybe 48 million books will be sold. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Let's just put it out there and say, yes, it is going to be. I well, and, and that's my goal, so everybody who knows anyone that has the disease can find all of the things it took me a decade to learn and how to deal with things that you didn't maybe know how to deal with beforehand. Yes, and uh, again, um, I will share throughout our conversation that it is a wonderfully written book with so much great information, and we will get into it. But I wanted to share about the other card because the first one was dark, and this one's bright, and it's nice and blue. And I think you said your color is blue? Yes, I love blue. <laughs> and In this fact, one I, is have on, I have on teal today, and I have on labradorite earrings and a ring, which is a beautiful shade of a turquoise blue. Yes, that's beautiful. So that's why this card came forward to begin with. Um, where you, you say the turquoise because my campaign is brighten your day with turquoise and that means that turquoise is a common color and for people that really struggle like I do with mental illness and especially the caretakers of somebody that has an illness, the turquoise helps you stay calm, helps you stay focused, it helps you think clearly and it just relaxes you in general. And I've worked with it for several years now, and it made such a difference in my life. So well, anyone that is, go ahead. I was going to say, here's a tip for you with the blue color, is that one of the jewelry stores, of whose name I won't mention, has blue for their color for the very same reason. It's very calming, and it's the number one color that will bring men in to shop. That is great information. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so the card is the Merlin, Alchemy, Justice, and Balance. And that brings everything that you do totally together. And you are the Merlin, and you are an intuitive, and you do readings. And so that brings all of the spiritual world together for you. But at the same time, in the front of the card is a dragon, and it's not fire, but it's, uh, it's smoke that he's breathing out. And it's like, um, in fact, I know this about you. You have this meditation that's beautiful, and you know how to release by doing your meditation and grounding and everything. So... Um, that's something that we all need to do, and I just started myself listening to your um, recorded meditation. So it's, it's showing that, again, like the fear card, you knew how to go about things. You went through the, the sad time and everything, and then you said, I want to make sure that my husband is here as long as I can. And you took everything that you knew and used your intuition because a lot of people that don't have intuition may feel stuck. And the intuition helped you find the right angles and the right um, resources to put everything together. 
Exactly. Um, but there's also a separation that I see in the card of light and dark where you know the balance and you know when things are starting to get low um, that you need to take a break. And that's what I tell everybody. Don't forget to take that break because when you don't, that's when things fall apart. And you may want to share a little bit about your foot, what you told me right before we started. <laughs> well, we talked about so many things, but um, I'll I'll tag on to what you just said is that, uh, you know, your body has a way of slowing you down even when you don't slow down yourself. And when what happens with me is when I don't take do self-care and take better care of myself, um, like uh, two weeks ago, I stubbed my foot on a shopping cart while picking up meds for my husband. And my, half my foot turned black and purple, and, you know, it still swells up sometimes. But um, I took some time yesterday and rested, and most of the swelling is gone. And that's what happens with me. Um, I, I don't know if it's subconscious or what, but it seems like whenever I need a break, then uh, I hurt myself, and then I, I don't have a choice. I have to take a break. And, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Um, mm -hmm. Tony did the same thing. He stubbed his toe a few weeks ago while we were away, and it got all swollen and everything. And he's still limping around today. So he's always, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do everything. But he had to slow down. So yeah. That is a great message. And, and, you know, I love the way you put it because I never gave a thought before how people may accidentally do something, but it was put in their life to make them take a break. Exactly. And tell your husband it takes about two months for that to go away. And uh, uh, and I don't know what it is about the toe. It must be all those nerve endings, but it really hurts <laughs> yes. when you do that. So, so watch out for your toes, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. And I hope that you start feeling better really quick. But the oh, message is that. You know when it's time to take that break. Well, and you know, that's a real issue for me because people have always been negative about the amount of time I spend working, except, of course, for my Harvey. He's always been so uh, proactive with whatever I wanted to do and supportive. But to me, my work has never been work. It's my juice. It's endorphinal for me. And... You know, I never say, oh, great, it's Friday. What I say is, oh, great, it's Monday. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, you know, when you love what you do, sometimes you push yourself too hard. Yes. And a lot of people do that. Tony is one of those people also. I'll keep on throwing him in there because that's he's a workaholic. And I knew it was time that he needed to slow down, so um, I'm glad that you shared that with us so that I can tell him about it. <laughs> well, one of these days I'm going to come up with a new word for workaholic because I think a workaholic is someone who works too much when your boss forces you to do that. Mm. I don't think it's something that those of us who love what we do are... Yeah. You know, because we do it because we love what we do. I mean, there's no way I could have written 12 books in the last 
four years if I didn't love what I was doing. Right. Definitely. And I love what I'm doing, and it just keeps on expanding, and I just, I eat it up because I, I never did what I'm doing now, and it brings so much excitement. Yes. I think I'm going to call it uh, Goal Achievement uh, Diva. Oh, I love it. That's perfect. Isn't that better than workaholic? That's so negative. Yes. I love it. That's perfect. Yeah. And on Facebook today. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, my sixth book is called Go For It, 30 Paths to Imagine More Success. And uh, I wish you would have thought of it before I had that one published. Right. You can always relaunch it and add that in. Yes, and I know who can help with that. <laughs> I wonder who. <laughs> so let's talk about your book, which is going to be releasing very soon, and I just want to summarize it here. Me, Harvey, and Al, how I kept my husband coherent for a decade plus with Alzheimer's was written to share the knowledge of a loving wife learned the knowledge a loving wife learned over a decade of keeping her husband coherent with the dreaded disease of Alzheimer's, and at the same time, built her business. During the second five years of Harvey's diagnosis, Cindy wrote seven books herself and four anthology books, built her international consulting business, including speaking internationally, started a syndicated TV podcast, and developed the tools she shares in her newest book. So, Cindy, let's talk a little bit about the book and maybe some of the tools that you mention in the book. Love to. Well, I started writing it, I think, a year ago, and it's been the most challenging book to write of all of the ones I have already published, had published. And part of the reason is because it's so personal and I am a very private person. So it's been really challenging to pull back the curtain and share some of the things in the book. And uh, I just decided the knowledge I've gained is too important to not publish the book. Everyone who meets Harvey wants to know what I have done to keep him so coherent. And I'll give you an example. This is the 10th year of diagnosis and probably the 11th year Harvey's had Alzheimer's. And his mother had it as well. And she didn't know anything when she passed on. Her mind was gone. And she had to be put into a home, a caregiving home. So what I want to share is we were watching a movie yesterday, uh, one of our favorites, and before the line was said, he said the line that the actor was going to say in the movie. That is great. So this is from his memory of watching it before, because we've seen it a few times. Mm -hmm. And he, he does that all the time. And one of the things I put in the book was that he, um, two years ago I was going to a conference and I had to get up in the middle of the night and catch a flight out. And he, because, you know, 6 a.m. flight, you need to be there really early. And so I told him, 
that I was uh, leaving for the airport to go to the Dallas conference uh, just before we went to sleep. And then the next morning when I got up at like 3 or 4 and I, and I was leaving, uh, I said, Honey, I'll see you in a week. And you have all the numbers right here. And he says, Well, you enjoy your conference in Dallas. <laughs> wow. He remembered what I had said the night before, which with Alzheimer's, pretty unheard of. Yes, that is great. I got goosebumps. So that's why I have to pull the curtain back and I have to share what I've known, what I've learned, what I've done, and the tools that I've used that have helped him keep his mind. Now, yes, he has. Yes, he does have short-term memory issues because he doesn't remember what day it is. But he's retired, and he really doesn't care if he knows what day it is. But you know, there there are short-term memory issues. I'm not going to say there aren't. But what he does remember is really, really impressive. And it's beautiful. It's it's so much great information for people to know because. So many people go through the steps and, and they feel so lost. So by you sharing, it's really giving comfort to them and letting them know that there are other answers than what they've been given. Exactly. And, you know, I forget all the time that sometimes Alzheimer's people don't know who their loved ones are. And uh, I was uh, being interviewed on a show last week, and they asked if uh, Harvey still knew who I was, and I said, he's always known who I am. So um, it just reminded me that a lot of the people don't. Right, exactly. And like you said, a lot of them have to be put into a care facility because they just can't care for themselves. They're spouses and loved ones just can't care for them because they don't know what to do. So why don't you please share a couple of the tools that will inspire people to want to buy your book and learn more? Well, I think the number one thing that people are not informed of is that there are no answers for everyone for everything. You have to use your own intelligence and your own intuition to figure out what's best for your loved one. And I'll give you one example is that I've read everything I could get my hands on to help my husband. And one of the things was to buy him puzzles and those games for brains and um, crosswords. And he didn't want to do any of that. And he let me know in very strong language that he was not interested. So... I figured out what he enjoyed the most was watching television because when he worked full time for long years, he didn't have time to watch TV. So he was enjoying all of the things that were there, and what he does is he memorizes the commercials. <laughs> and so he'll recite every commercial on every show. Right. And then with certain shows, he knows lines from the from the show. He'll repeat them okay. before they're repeated in the show. Right, so that's, right. that's his way of keeping his brain sharp and something that he enjoys. And so had I pushed him on the other, he would have just gotten upset and aggressive, and it would have probably been detrimental to his remaining uh, coherent. Right. 
And that does make a lot of sense because it, it's, it's forcing the unknown basically on him. Yes, and then the other thing is a lot of times people don't want to take their loved ones out of the house or on vacation because it's a lot of work and it's sometimes dangerous if, you know, they're uh, wanderers. But last fall I took Harvey to Lake Tahoe, which is about 90 minutes from our home, and he absolutely loved it. It perked him up and he stayed up more hours than he had ever for a long time. So, you know, Find out what they enjoy and give that to them. Yeah. And then one of the things I did last month was, because whenever I ask him if he wants to go somewhere, he'll always say no. So I took him, because uh, we have water everywhere out here, and one of my favorite places is Benicia, which is um, right on the San Francisco Bay, and I lived, well, we both lived there for years before we moved to Sacramento. And... Water has negative ions, which are very powerful to help people in their health and in their uh, well-being. And what happens with our cells is that the neurons lose the negative ions, and so you have one with just a positive, and that's very damaging to your health. So when you go to the water, and sometimes it can be like a waterfall or lots of other choices, but the water is the main one that does it for me. It just gives you all this positivity, and so he really enjoyed that day too. And he got all those negative ions that helped his health. So the next thing, yes, the next thing I want to share is your doctor is not God, and they cannot tell you what is going to happen in timing, and they don't have all the answers. So what I want people to walk away with is to understand medical doctors can only diagnose, write prescriptions, do surgery, and, and offer physical therapy. That's it. That's all they have in their bag of tricks. And none of those things get to the root cause and the real issues of dementia, which Alzheimer's in the dementia family. So... I found the best doctor in the land here who teaches other doctors about Alzheimer's and uh, aging, and he wouldn't listen because nobody knows your loved one better than you do. So I uh, fought with him on a couple issues, and um, I tell the full stories in the book, but I do not disclose the name, but um, he wouldn't take my husband off a drug, which I told him I read that, you know, it was detrimental to people with Alzheimer's. So I took matters into my own hands, and he was very angry, yelled at me, and I told him that he didn't move fast enough. And so after that day, and there was another issue with his blood pressure meds, and uh, so I changed him to my doctor, who does listen and react in an appropriate way. And so... You have to use your good common sense, even if you have the best doctor in the land, that may not be the right doctor for you. That's right. And I learned that myself because when you have so many things coming at you and you're just being smoothed over by your doctor, my experience was when I learned that my um my Hashimoto's, which is a thyroid disease, was really 
acting up, my doctor said to me, oh, it's just stress. Well, I fired her right away because I knew better. Well, and how and, could they tell? I mean, they're guessing. They don't, they don't have a test to make sure that's the cause. Exactly. So this is a really important message for everyone to really pay attention. When you meet with your doctor, if you don't click with them and if they're telling you something that you don't believe, make sure you find a doctor that you can work with that will listen and will work with you because that is very important. That's the main thing. They have to listen to you and they have to react appropriately. And so the, the third major point is look for the nutritionals that are going to make a difference for you. Now, there's a lot of stuff on the market today, and so you have to be very careful and you have to vet what it is that you discover that you want to use. Now, what I have found for Harvey that's made the biggest difference of all is called Curamed, C-U-R-A-M-E-D. It is a turmeric that has 10 times the value in one pill of 10 other turmeric pills. So I call it turmeric on steroids, but um, <laughs> I think I've had Harvey on it for at least five years. And uh, so I was walking into a room one day about five years ago, maybe four, and I couldn't remember what I walked in the room for. Now, I'm a senior citizen too. Even though I sound young, I'm a senior. And so I walked in the room and I thought, oh my God, I can't remember why I came in here. And I thought, I'm going to go take one of those cure meds. <laughs> and do you know, sure enough, within a few days, that went away. Wow. Now, I've been blessed with this really fast mind, and it had started to slow down a bit, and I thought, you know, I'm getting older, so I should have expected that. But since I've been taking the Curamed, it's every bit as fast as when I was in my 20s. That is great. Yes. I did, I did remember reading about that, and I, I do want to look into it for myself. Um, well, if you go to a good nutritional store, uh, they have put out a book that tells you that it, it, it will help people with five different ailments or five different okay. categories of ailments that is absolutely astonishing. So if you haven't heard about it, read about it and see if it will work for you. Definitely. And I know turmeric is also for the body aches um, and overall general health. Well, and there's also one of the Curamed's that has what's called BM95, which is, I think it's called Botswana, that is a natural uh, herb for uh, helping with pain. So if you do get the Curamed, look for the one that has the Botswana. And how do you spell that? B-O-T-S-W-E-L-I-A, just like it sounds. It's BM95, and then it comes in different milligrams. I get the 750, which is the highest level, because I wasn't messing around. Both of us are going to have sharp minds. <laughs> That's great, and I am going to go for it, too, because with my mental illness combination, it does slow my brain down, and that's where the turquoise has made a difference, because I, my focus has been better. 
Yes, well, you know, besides um, Alzheimer's, it also helps with heart disease, diabetes, the fibromyalgia family, and a oh. host of other things. So I be sure diabetes in itself is worth having that for. So look into it and see if it can help you. Definitely, because I have almost all of those symptoms. <laughs> yes, well, you know, we're, we're in a state with uh, our foods are not as nutritious as they once were. Our water and our air is compromised, so the body needs extra things to help us continue on yes exactly and I am going back to that I was eating very well a few years ago and let it go so I'm back on track again good um, girl yeah I'm going to keep on going and I'm going to inspire others by losing weight and looking better <laughs> and of course feeling better sounds like another book to me <laughs> yes for <laughs> sure. So um, also in your book, you share about a survival binder. you want to share about that? Yes, I would. But what made me start thinking about that was we had the worst fire that California has seen in decades, if not the worst, up in yeah. Shasta County. And it's, it was just horrific. In fact, I think it, parts of it are still burning. So I got to thinking, well, gee, you know, even though I have um, bags packed and I've got, you know, six weeks of pills on hand in the daily, you know, the, that's got like, what, 28, 30 little holes you put all the pills in, I was thinking, you know, I really need to get a kit together. And then I thought, you know, that should be in the book because most people – you know, it may live in states where they don't have disasters all the time like some of the states do, and they're just maybe not even thinking about being prepared. But what would you do if you had to take your disabled loved one in the car and live for three days with no groceries open? I mean, right now there are no groceries open and there are no gas stations in parts of North Carolina. Right. And it's been since Friday. So I got to thinking, what would people do? And I thought, I have to include that so that people will have a way to be prepared if they had a checklist. You know, anybody could just throw things in a, a, a suitcase and get prepared just in case, or if nothing else, get several weeks of those pill containers ready to go. So I'll also have for the phone, you'll be able to look for apps that can work for you and help you, and a checklist of things that you should have in um, either a suitcase or a garbage can, and ready to go. Just you know, some people only have five minutes notice to pack up and leave. Right. And again, I read the book, and this list is very extensive. And it's perfect for anybody in any walk of life because, you know, you don't think about these things. And when, like you said, you have five minutes to just leave and, oh, my God, I need to take this, I need to take that. If you have it all prepared, it's so much better and you don't have to worry about it. I did learn yeah. when I 
after one of my surgeries, um, I had a nurse coming to the home, and she actually made me put together um, my medication in one box, even though so I have people, like you said, in the pill containers. She mm -hmm. said, you need to carry your bottles with you, too. So I, I love the list that you created. Well, and some people don't even have a list of the medications they take on them. Right. That is I've a very always, important thing. I've always carried a list of exactly what Harvey takes and the milligrams and, and the names and such. The other thing that's related is um, I have a binder in the house that I call the binder. And it has all the information anybody would need for anything in the house in case I was not there because I travel for my work. Even though this past year I haven't traveled as much, uh, I will start. I will start again next year with the travel, and it's even got the dog's uh, rabies certificate. Because if you take your, you take your dog anywhere, they're not going to let you bring it in if it's not certified. Right. Exactly. And then also, you have to find ahead of time where you can bring your pet with you. Mm-hmm. So you just mentioned about um, traveling, and you have some retreats coming up, the Rock on Retreats. You want to share about that? I would love to. I have been doing training since my 20s. And what I have learned is that you know, really intelligent people that are experienced many times don't have the details of what it is they need for either their life, their business, or both. And it's hard to carve out the time to get what it is that we need, isn't it? Yes. So what we did was put together an intense three-day training to help people learn what they can do to get their business and their life going and how to map it out and different uh, trainings on uh, specifics with life and love and with their goals. And then we also have a third day where they get half the day after lunch to go play because we're going to be offering these in fun places. Like the one coming up on November 7th through 11th is in Pismo Beach area, California. So who wouldn't want to go down to the beach and get some of those negative ions to make the positive ones happy? <laughs> yes. I want to come just for that. <laughs> yes, and all the food is included, the snacks, the drinks, the adult beverage, everything. Okay. Lots, of, lots of great gifts in the swag bag, and uh, you'll have um, uh, books to take with you step-by-step step how to do things, and we're going to be uh, getting a lot of it completed while people are there. That sounds wonderful. And you have um, more than this one scheduled already. One of the other ones. Well, we're planning on one in January, and we're trying to firm up dates with different locations. So hopefully we're going to have uh, one in January that we can post. And if you want to go to rockonretreats.com, then you can get all the information that you want to know. You'll get to see what you get. We also do uh, writing retreats. So if someone wants to write a book, I give my secrets of how I wrote my first book in a week. It's 
It's 186 pages with 16 chapters. Okay. Yes, so anyone who wants to uh, get their book written, I have also helped several people write their outline in an hour or less. Wow. And I include the title, too, some ideas for the title. Okay. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, it is. Retreats are always a good time, and then you walk away with connections. There's a private Facebook group so people can stay connected and collaborate online. So there's a lot of positive things even after the retreat. I throw in uh, consultations after to help people continue with their goals to achieve them. And that's great. That's um, you know you, you're so well well rounded as a, a business professional that I'm amazed at everything that you do. And for those listening, um, Cindy has actually been helping me with my business, and I've been doing work with Cindy, and it's been such a, a great experience working with her because she has such a wealth of knowledge and I, I you know I highly recommend that if these retreats and her book and everything sounds good to you, follow up because um, she is a wealth of knowledge. Thank you so much, Catherine. I appreciate that. You're welcome, Cindy. So let's touch a little more on your business. Um, I know you said something about finding hidden money. How do you do that? Yes. Well, you know, I was uh, accused of being having the easy job all my career because I've worked all over the country in business management, and I've achieved a lot of success. And so... People, people think that um, I had the easy place to work or the easy part of the company to work in. And uh, what I've discovered is that I am so intuitive that it makes it easier for me because of it. I'm guided by my intuition by how I, how I work. So what I can tell you is that I didn't even know I was psychic until my 20s when I was told by a psychic and I never had time to think about it because I was working in business management and no time to think about that. And so I didn't start really developing it until my 40s. So I now have a high level of understanding as well as developed all the different clairs so that it really guides me when I work with someone. and. I work really fast with people because it just comes to me when I'm working with them what needs to happen, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Because and, and I have the intention I have, I have the intention of helping people and uh-huh. so that catapults the results as well. Okay, that's great. And I'm learning to use my intuition with working wife too, and it does make well, a big difference. And here's a tip for everyone listening. Everyone has intuition, but not everyone is able to develop it further. And what my discovery is that when people carry a lot of emotional baggage and when they're stuck, 
that slows down their own intuition process. And it makes it so it's not available to help them. And so if if you can work on removing your emotional baggage, then that will catapult your intuition ability to not only help yourself, but those that are close to you in your life. And I can vouch for that because, excuse me, when I was going through my dark night of the soul and healing and everything, excuse me, it was very hard to really tune in to what I wanted to. And the more I let things go, my baggage, the more my intuition grew and I was an angel communicator and was afraid to say I'm a psychic, but now I'm also a medium because I'm so open to it. So like you said, everybody can do this, but you need to be willing to pay attention and actually put it into action. Well, that's the first part of it. The second part of it is trust. You have to trust yourself so that when you get the extra knowledge from your intuition, you don't poo-poo it and say, oh, well, that isn't right. You say, wow, I'm going to go with that and see what happens. Yes. And as I learned recently, um, in certain cases, not to hold back because I was having dinner with a friend of mine and I said to her, her husband's name is Denny, I said, and I think something in the next three months, and I I was rubbing my chest there. I said, something with him is going on. So she took it seriously because she knows my history and my readings I've done for her, and she took him to that doctor and lots of different tests. He ended up needing a new aorta valve, and the doctors told him that if he did not come when he did, that he ultimately would have died died very soon. So my friend said to me, do not hold back, because when you know something like that, it's important that the other person has to know to follow up. It's kind of scary at times when I do say something and um, afraid to say something. I did lose my guest, Cindy, but um, I'm hoping she calls back in. And what happens is um, if you're working with a stranger, you really don't want to say something that just in case you're not right, they could turn around and, and, you know, be mad at you and whatever. So make sure that the situation is what you need it to, to be to feel comfortable to share that information. Um, I want to share more about Cindy. And um, like I said, she has been helping me with certain aspects of my business, um, my podcast, and I've been working getting her podcast up on, onto iTunes and other little things. I will be working with her to um, get her Facebook page going so that she can continue to inspire and guide other people with her, um, her knowledge of Alzheimer's 
and <clears throat> she has that Facebook group started already, and I'm just looking for the name of it because I was hoping that she would share. That would be um, me, Harvey, and Al's, and Sanity Through Alzheimer's. So I'm going to pause a little bit and hope that she gets back to us, and then we will uh, continue the conversation in just a couple minutes. Hello again. We are back. Um, we had some technical difficulties. I'm sorry about that. But um, just to summarize, we were talking about Cindy's book, Me, Harvey, and Al, which is how she helped her husband stay coherent for more than 10 years with this disease. And we learned some of the tips that she has. And we were also talking about her Rock On Retreat, where she has these wonderful retreats that she helps you work through your life, your love, your goals, your business skills. And we were talking about business skills and being an intuitive, how it actually helps us be able to know and understand the person we're working with and formulate a plan for the individual instead of a wide range of plans that's meant for everybody. So I would like to get started again by talking about two other of Cindy's books, which um, the first one I'm actually going to have a hand in um, posting these um, insights from an intuitive, which is the name of the book. I will be posting them for her on all of her social media. So, Cindy, let's talk a little bit about the insights from an intuitive book. Love to. My inspiration for writing that book was I kept getting the same thing from clients I worked with when I would give them information. They'd say, stop a minute, I have to write that down. It was so good. <laughs> and I thought, you know what, I'm going to start writing down what I'm saying because that way everyone can benefit and one of the things that I have in the book is, that is get in your element and your sixth sense will follow. And that speaks exactly to what I was talking about with your intuition. By getting into your element means you're getting rid of your emotional baggage, you're trusting yourself so that your sixth sense can follow. And that's great. And I've read a whole bunch of them already and they are wonderful. And you know, exactly what you're saying with the element is something that you have helped me work through is um, my office was cluttered because I'm borderline hoarder, and Cindy helped me guide um, and, and guide me, and I accomplished so much more with my organization when I had the right guidance. And I have a better element that I'm working in and I'm accomplishing so much more. So Cindy, thank you for that. You're so welcome. And just for people to know, sometimes we need to have someone just to talk to about what we're trying to do and trying to work through because when you have it all floating around in your head, you just can't seem to get a hold of it. And when you can speak with someone who can see it for you, it's a lot easier. Yes, and it 
was, it was like, oh my goodness, now I know what to do. And the implementation was so much easier and, and it gave me excitement to, wow, I'm going to accomplish so much more. <laughs> well, I'd like to point out, I'd like to point out, Catherine, that I did it from California with you in New York. <laughs> yes, that's right. So everybody remember that um, Cindy can work with you over the phone, and um, we've been doing a lot of Zoom calls to um, help me because this way Cindy was looking at my environment and seeing the clutter and telling me what to put where. So that was a great experience. And we actually still continue working on it because I'm not totally there yet, but it's been a great journey so far. It's a process. <laughs> yes, it is. So the other book I wanted to talk about is your ultimate goal book, which is Step Aside, Get Out of Your Own Way. How about that book? Well, that was my very first book, and the information just would not leave me alone. It just kept coming up in my head. And the first book is always the hardest one to write, I believe. And I just couldn't seem to get it finished. I think I had two chapters when I went on vacation up to Northern California coast. And that's when I realized having your why is the most important thing to achieving any goal. Because I was doing monthly workshops for homeless women. And some of the material in the book I would uh, cover with them. And I always felt badly when we finished the meeting because I didn't have anything to send them home to continue working. Right. So I decided I was going to get that book finished so I would have a takeaway for the ladies. That's and awesome. I, wrote, I wrote this 186-page book in a week. I get up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning every day and I would just sit down at the computer and knock it out. And then by 9, 10 o'clock, we were ready to go for our day. And uh, I did that every single day when I was up there for a week. That's wonderful. You know, I, I know what you're talking about, having this stuff in your mind and knowing you have to get it done. And then when you apply it and get it done, it, it feels like such an accomplishment. And, yes, um, and we talk about integrity and drama, conflict management, your values, your tribe, baggage control, how your dream can be a, your dream can be a reality, your secret weapon, and all kinds of things. And then what came after that was a trilogy workbook series where I married the workbook to the pages in the book, so that you had a way to work through the chapters on your own issues with uh, templates. And that's a wonderful thing. I know if I listen to a webinar or something like that and people are talking and I don't have something to follow, it gets a little bit confusing. But when I do see the template and I can fill in the blanks, it makes it so much easier. So I love that idea. And um, I'm looking forward to implementing some of your, um, your goal tips from that book also. Exactly. So uh, the other two in the Trilogy Workbook series is a planner and a journal. And one of the big secrets that I'm able to get so much done is that I use the planner to map out my time and so you can see where your time goes and where you have extra 
places to get some of the things you want to get done completed. Which leads me to back to your question earlier that I think we missed when we were disconnected was how to find hidden money. Yes. Uh, that's one of the topics at the workshop. And I teach people how to look at their business for, for hidden money because there are so many ways that you can make money when you're in the heat of battle in your business, you sometimes can't see it. And then I can look at your, at your profit and loss sheet, which everybody should have. It's not that hard to do. I'm happy to teach people how to create one. And that way you can look for places that you can cut back on expenses, which automatically gives you extra money. Because a lot of times people think they need things and they don't know how to either find less expensive ways or other ways in which to save money on expenses. That is a biggie because I've been spending money that I really don't have borrowing so that I can attend so many different workshops and con um, conventions and everything. And I haven't really gotten enough out of all of them to say my money was well spent. Was well, here's the thing, Catherine. A lot of people keep throwing money at training and then they don't get what it is they need to do what they need to do. And sometimes you just need a good coach or business consultant to take a look at what you're doing and what you have and what you could be doing and give you a map as to how to make the more money with what you already have. Exactly. And, I, you know, it took me four years of spending this money that I don't have and to come to the realization that that is so true. And yes. It, it's like it got me so down when I started thinking about it. It's like I even did have somebody that was working with me and she couldn't help me in the right way. And that well, goes back to um, connecting with the right person also. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Sometimes it takes time to get to who you need to have in your business and life to help you. And here's, here's the rub on that. When you're ready to go, the teacher shows up. Yes. And I am ready, and you are one of my teachers. Thank you, Catherine. But everybody out there just needs to know not to become frustrated and not to give up because everyone has gifts that they need to share with the world. And so keep trying, keep looking for that right coach or business consultant that can help you. And, you know, if you can find one that has intuition, strong intuition or even psychic, that is an extra special thing that catapults the whole process. Yes. And I, I can affirm that with um, the way you've worked with me exactly, that um, like I said earlier, that you know me because we talk about me a little bit and you get to know the person instead of just saying, oh, you have to do this, you have to do that. Well, so. and it's not cutter. You know, find a coach that doesn't do cookie cutter. A lot of coaches go get coaching training, and what they know to do is what they learned in their coaching training. And that doesn't work for everybody. You have to have a coach who knows how to work 
where you are with what you're doing and how to get you where you want to get to be. Exactly. And I feel like, although the money's not coming in yet because I haven't implemented everything the way that we've discussed, but I feel so much more advanced from the, the few things that you've given me to put into place. And again, well, and the bigger, picture, the bigger picture for you, Catherine, is that you see it coming. Yes. And you know exactly. what to do to bring it. Yes. And that's exactly and what I'm talking about. You've got to get your map in place, your project worksheet. How is this all going to come together? And that's a step that's very important. If you haven't been getting that, then you're working with the wrong people. Exactly. And... Um, the right person will come along, as you said, when the person's ready, the teacher will show up. And I always say, timing is everything. And truthfully, if I met Cindy a year ago, I may not have been ready to go forward with all of her ideas because number one is my being the borderline club, um, hoarder. And it drives my husband crazy, but I've accomplished so much. And just from Cindy knowing and sensing how it made me feel, she was able to guide me in such a different way than anybody in the past has done because everybody says, oh, you just do this and you just do that. Well, I wasn't accomplishing this and that until I met Cindy, and the timing was now. And I was open to all the ideas. So that makes a big difference, too. So really pay attention. Well, and again, if you're working with someone who's psychic or intuitive, they can tap into you where you're at and how they can help you. I, I truly believe that's one of my gifts, is to yes. be able to tune in and figure out how to work with someone so that they can connect to you and to the goal and the work to be done, if that right. makes sense. Oh, it makes a lot of sense, definitely. Cool. Um, so let's just go to um, a generalization of um, what have you been your biggest challenges in life or business? For me? Uh -huh. Oh, there's no question with finding a good husband. <laughs> my first two ex-husbands didn't present themselves as who they really are. And, you know, sometimes we don't listen to our intuition, and I absolutely did not. And I paid the price of divorce because I didn't listen to my intuition. So I took three years, two or three years off, and really thought about what did I want in a mate and I decided you know what I really don't want to be married <laughs> because uh. it's too hard and then you've got the risk of another divorce so I was just dating to find someone for uh, companionship I really didn't want to be married and uh, you know most men want to control you and I am not the person to respond to that in a positive way <laughs> so um, when I met my husband, there was no denying that we had something very special. And I changed my mind when I met him because he 
is the real deal. He is the best man I know and has never once tried to control me and nor I him. Never had a fight. We've been together 20 years. That's wonderful. Yeah, so that was my biggest challenge. And Cindy does share about how she met Harvey in her book, and it's a wonderful story. I enjoyed reading about it, and you will enjoy it too. Um, it's a funny story, huh? <laughs> the what? It's a funny story. Yes, it is. Very interesting, fun, loving, and it's such a great story. Um, it's interesting because I always tell Tony that tell people that Tony is my knight in shining armor and he's my Prince Charming because he does so much for me. Even if he's not feeling well, he'll go out of his way to help me because he knows if I'm not feeling well at sometimes. But um, we just, we fit together. And when you fit together, things just flow so nicely. Yeah, there's ups and downs and everything, but when you find that right person, I really, um, it makes such a big, big difference in your life. We just celebrated 20 years of marriage a couple of weeks ago, and tomorrow, actually, September 18th, is our 25-year anniversary of our first date. So we are celebrating that, too. And I am actually Tony's third wife, and he is my second husband. And as they say, the third one is the charm, and Tony realizes that, yes, I am the charm, and I'm proud to say that. So it's, it's an exciting relationship that um, we always work at things together, what our goals are. So, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And for you, too, because... The whole thing about finding your soulmate and the one that fits with you and knowing how much you've done to help Harvey and to keep him coherent and everything, that takes a lot of dedication and a lot of love. So right there it proves the relationship, how strong it is. So congratulations to you. Thank you. You're welcome. So... Um, I, a lot of times I like to ask my guests um, how they can help me in my business and my personal life and everything. And <clears throat> you wrote down a couple things, but the one that I wanted to share that really hit home with me and I never thought about is <clears throat> excuse me, to do a workshop to help people feel better about themselves. I never thought about doing that. So I love that idea. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it's something that so many people can look at, oh, my goodness, what can I do to feel better? And, you know, you can't do it in a five-minute talk and tell them about affirmations and, and all the positive thoughts and everything. But when you're sitting together for a long time, they can absorb and actually learn to implement what's going to help them feel better. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. Um, I wanted to read one of your um, testimonials, which is from Aaron Wolf Payton, an alternative medicine doctor. And he writes, 
me, Harvey, and Al, explains and leads the reader to find those same natural ways she used to slow or stop the progression of this debilitating disease. And that summarize, summarizes the book wonderfully because you give so much information and it's not just about the medication. It's about how you're taking care of Harvey and how the stories that you shared about how he implements remembering. So congratulations on that. And, you know, as soon as the book is released, we are going to share about it. And, um, you know, I, I recommend highly that you read this book. And even if you don't have somebody that has Alzheimer's that you're caring for, I believe this book will help you in other ways because especially with her, um, her list towards the end of the book and everything, that comes into play for everybody, you know, if you have an illness, caring for somebody, or just want to be prepared for an emergency. And, you know, you can learn about other people just like when I share my own story about um, my healing journey and everything to inspire others. People listen and they think about, oh, my goodness, I know this person that can use that information and, and I'm going to share with them. So um, the same thing goes for me, Harvey, and Al, because this information can be shared with your friends and people that you are about to meet. So, yes, um, and one of the other things I wanted to share was I'm also creating a workbook that goes along with the book it's going to have all the step-by-steps I talk about in the book that also can help everyone. And it will have a detail of the emergency checklist template so people can fill the information in right in the book. Yes, and I did forget to mention that, so I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, because and then the other thing is people, people can also join the Facebook group, which is free from now until the book is published. And then if you're in the, the group, people who join the group and pay the fee will get not only a copy of the book, they'll also get things every month of what I have that's not in any of the books. Yes. And while you were gone before, I did share that there's a Facebook group. And I don't know if I said the name of the group correctly, so please share that, Cindy. It's me, Harvey, and Al, A-L-Z, how, so me, Harvey, and Al's Sanity with Alzheimer's. Okay. Thank you. I had most of it right. Just mixed the words <laughs> up a little bit. So. Um, and that will be a wealth of information, too. So um, you can go to that now, and you can join the group. And then, like Cindy said, when the book releases, um, she will start charging for it, but you will have valuable information and you will receive the book. And part of the fee that's charged will go to uh, Caregivers Charity and some will go to the Alzheimer's Association for Research. Yes, I was going to ask you that next. Thank you for sharing that, Cindy. Um, Okay, so I think we covered everything. Is there anything else that you would like to share? Well, if anyone would like to contact me for coaching, business consulting, or more information, you can 
email me at cindyhendricks at gmail.com, and that's spelled S-Y-N-D-E-E-H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S at gmail.com, and my website is the same, myname.com. Okay. And what about the 26 life and business tips? Yes, if people would like to have uh, business tips and life tips delivered to their web or delivered to their email account every week, you can go to my website. It's called businessperformancespecialist.com and put the information there for us to send you those tips every week. Thank you for that. And um, that's one of the things that I was working on with Cindy, setting these tips up. And they're great tips. So I, I, I recommend that you um, look for those tips. And be sure to let people know they're free. Yes, they are free tips. And you get them in your inbox one a week. So um, look, look for that. Again, um, I'm going to share the um, website addresses again at the end, but um, that would be businessperformancespecialist.com. So Cindy, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. Even though we had that little technical glitch, we, um, we picked up very well, and, and it was a, a great conversation. Thank you, Catherine. I think you're wonderful, and you have so much to offer. So listeners, be sure to check out her show. She's got great guests, and she's a wealth of information, too. Thank you for that. So everyone listening, thank you so much for your time and listening to everything that Cindy had to share. As a reminder, you can check out my info on my website at www.catherinelaub.com. I offer a free report on overcoming stress, and if you would like to speak with like me to speak at your event, you can contact me at Catherine at CatherineMLab.com. If you're interested in a psychic reading or coaching with me, you can find information on my website too. We can talk on the phone, through Skype, email, or if you're local to Central Suffolk County, New York, in person. And again, you can find Cindy at www.s Y-N-D-E-E-H-E-N-E-R-I-C-K-S dot com. And you can receive her 26 life and business tips at www.businessperformancespecialist.com. This is Catherine Lamb. Have a wonderfully blessed day. Thank you for listening to our conversation. We hope that you found the discussion to be rewarding and inspirational, and you take action to create a healthier and happier personal environment for yourself and those you interact with. If you like this episode of The Celestial Spoon, please listen again next time to learn more about how spirituality has guided others to advance their lives. We wish you the best on your personal journey.